retrograde? Um, I think Mercury just got out of retrograde. It'll get you every time. Okay. Is this thing on? Yeah. <laughs> everyone welcome to the final episode of season one Woo. are you gonna have a little cry today maybe uh, i might it's might. been such a special journey journey and a journey it has been mm-hmm. we uh it did not expect it to take off the way that it did maybe no actually i think like delulu adele did think oh, yeah. i'm like why aren't there more lessons but um, the global reach is very, very cool yeah. that we've gotten, and I'm very proud of us. So, you know what? Cheers to us. She's Cheers already us. slurping her drink, so might as well. There we go. Perfect. Um, so this episode is coming out end of January. We're taking a little hiatus. Mm-hmm. I said it right. Hiatus. Hiatus. I usually say hiatus. It drives Jess up the wall. Um, hiatus so that i can have a baby mm-hmm. and, and i think that back. people are like well why why take a hiatus it's like well because adele does so much work i'm just like i'm just the voice here just the talent just <laughs> uh, just honestly like and contributing very little except my throat clearing except for the the 50 of the banter and adele's yeah. like a hundred percent of production and idea and concept and so she deserves a little break yeah so we'll be back in the spring Season two, we already have like a full list of things that we want to Mm -hmm. do in season two. We're going to be bringing more of like the video podcast element, which I'm so excited for um, because our recording studio, quote unquote, will be finished Mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to be having a bunch more guests, I think, from the wedding industry, obviously, and the bridal fashion industry, but I think other guests that um, pique our interest and we think like would be cool conversations to have um, about you know life in general too I think too I want to be like not more controversial but maybe chat about some things that are sometimes hard to talk about yeah I think that I that's agree. a big part of like I think that you forget or we forget that this is an opportunity to talk about things that don't belong necessarily in the bridal bubble like the perfectness of the bri- yes. bridal bubble and there's so much that we work hard on um, behind the scenes in the bridal world that doesn't fit into the Instagram box. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I love about this. And that's the whole point is to discuss things that are just a little bit that don't fit into the beauty of the bridal bubble, but really make it up. Yeah, exactly. The The realness behind it that, like you just said, make it that picture perfect experience or what you see on the gram or whatever it is. Um, this is our opportunity. The whole point of it was unveiled. We're lifting the veil. We're going to mm-hmm. share are sometimes off the wall opinions (laughs) um but yeah it's all in good fun we obviously adore all of you for listening and are so grateful for you uh jessica season two if you had like a dream guest who would it be like we can go like off the walls like imagine t swift okay I don't think, I think I'd just I would, sit in I, silence. Yeah, it would just be a silent podcast. Imagine being able to interview T- Taylor Swift when she decides to get married. I can't. Like, I can't even, like, oh. Would she bring Travis? I have so many questions for Travis. I would love <laughs> to interview that. Um, I think that I would love, well, we've talked a lot about having Sarah Varka on. Mm-hmm. 
So I've, Sarah Varka is the designer behind Varka Bridal, mm-hmm. um, one of our newest bridal lines in the boutique. Yeah, and I think that that was when we met her. That was she was very refreshing. She's very interesting, and I think yeah. that her approach to bridal is very cool, and her experience in fashion is very cool and very down to earth and very like. She's like so successful, and she's yeah. like, and she has a different perspective I think than a lot of our designers which I thought was cool we talked a lot about like inclusivity and like pattern making and stuff which is I think a a thread that we're going to go through um I kind of want to like I think that Tal would be really fun to have on the podcast Tal Kadim yeah okay Um, I also found her very very interesting yeah um she's so successful and like she's not necessarily cutthroat but she's just like no nonsense yeah and I love that about her and it's just like she knows who she is and she just like okay hear me out with all you're saying that my head's like spinning <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it'd be so cool to do like a panel of designers so like we all ask them like the one question here like their different opinions on if we had like three designers mm-hmm. to like Oh, yeah. I think, too, it might be a cool episode. Um, I'm eating these candies. Oh, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. It's, what, 10 a.m.? I think we need to go to Australia, and we need Okay, Carla I was talking to Carla about Craig. this. Craig's going to come down from London, and we're going to have, like, like truth or drink or something. Oh, boy. Is what we're going to oh, play yeah. with them. I'll, it'll come to me. There's another one. I think that, like, I would love the thread of, or, like, kind of the theme of next season to talk about like evolution Mm. so when I think about our designers like obviously I'm like stuck on designers we just had a crazy sample sale yesterday and I think so my mind is like completely tuned to which designers are evolving and which aren't yeah and I think that that's such a cool thread of like awareness but also like like internal thought about like if you're not working towards evolution in this industry like what is your motivator like I think about every designer or every leader of each of our lines is so different and if I was to rank them in like how progressive or how they see the bridal industry it would be so interesting to like it's almost like you could watch the bridal industry evolve through the people we yeah like work with yeah and there the people are progressive in different ways and there's like people who are like crazy progressive in every element and then there's people who feel like they've just they figured out the formula that makes them successful and they're like comfortable. I don't know. It's just like such a cool. Yeah. It's a very cool industry because it's like, it's so small. Yeah. No, for but sure. There's so much to talk about. And then there's so much crossover. And I think that. Yeah. yeah. Evolution. And with the evolution, like everybody knows like fashion, like just cycles. Yeah. So like what was old, like the seven year cycle or whatever the number is. Yeah. No. So it's, it's evolution through like your business practices, but also through the fashion. And fashion I think that there's and, like how people like throw weddings how people host weddings how people get engaged how people like do marriage like how marriage is viewed and how it's like yeah it's cool yeah okay well first guest t swift and trav perfect yeah let's start let's start huge yeah what do you think she would wear do you think she'd go like well obviously she'd have like a million gowns thinking about this yeah she'd have a million gowns we're getting emotional about this um but like ceremony look what do you think she does i think that she does looks she have her like, ball gown it looks like what i wore i, I know <laughs> that's what i think too like i think she does like all over lace all over lace long high sleeve, neck yeah. long sleeve yeah like epic train yeah. like an insane veil mm-hmm. i i am taylor swift yeah something <laughs> like that 
<laughs> okay, so for this episode, we're going to have fun because you know what? That's what the whole point of this is. Let's yep. just throw our opinions around and Let's get a good it. chuckle. So I went on Reddit and I looked up like a bunch of am I the asshole for wedding? And while Adele was looking these up, she's sitting beside me just cackling. We're all trying to do work in the office <laughs> and everyone's around. She's like, oh my God. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "Wait till the podcast." And then I'd be like, "Okay, I can't wait till the podcast." Yeah, this one, like, is, this yeah. is like so good. Um, so I don't even know where to start. There's a bunch of them here. Um, okay, so, um, okay, am I the asshole for going as the best man's plus one to my sister's wedding? So here's the backstory. My sister got married today. She asked me to be her maid of honor right after she started planning and asked me as a favor to her if I could not bring a date to the wedding because she needed me. This is already a red flag in my eyes. (laughs) I agreed because I was single at the time. During wedding planning, I met best man. So it was the groom's friend from university. And we hit it off as you do. My sister gave us a very thinly veiled, now you two don't get too close type statements, which made us aware that she didn't like us flirting. So we agreed to not start anything until, uh, start anything during the wedding to avoid issues. This is, there's too much already. Yeah. So last weekend, the six of us, the bride, the groom, me, best man, and the rest of the bridal party went on a joint joint stag and hen stag and hen do so bachelor bachelorette which was basically everyone yeah yeah which was basically everyone but me and the best man drinking as we don't drink so we booked three hotel rooms for us yada 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 one for the bride and groom one for the best man and groomsmen and one for the bridesmaids bridesmaids then hooked up with the guy in our room and i ended up in the boys room so the best man and i ended up sharing his bed nothing happened However, the following morning, we went up for brunch and the groomsmen joked about me and best man sharing a bed. This was followed by everyone but my sister ribbing us while we told them to shut up. My sister didn't say anything at the time. After the brunch was over, she pulled me aside and accused me of attention seeking and demoted me from maid of honor to guest. Couple days later, best man texts me and asks why I'm no longer maid of honor. As he was worried it was something he did, I tell him what happened. He asks if he can take a date to the wedding now and if I'll be his date. I accepted. I spoke to my sister about three times the whole day and only said some variation of congratulations, you look amazing, but she was clearly not happy with me. It was only getting home and turning my phone back on that I saw a bunch of texts from her basically asking why I was there and was I trying to piss her off. Am I the asshole? Uh, No. Absolutely not. Like you're you're a little bit petty. I'll give you that. For going? Yeah. Wait, so you wouldn't go? Oh no, but she demoted you as guest. I thought she'd like just yeah, no, I would know. You're not petty at all. You're not So I guess the the bride is now mad that you went as his plus one or whatever. You're not an asshole. She's an asshole. And she's like It's also weird that she was like, Can you please come to my wedding single? I'm gonna need you, like pardon. Yeah, I think that there's a couple things here that I well, there's a lot that I disagree with, but I think one of them is like, I get why they ask not to start anything because what if they do start something and then they break up and then it's, then it's awkward. For sure. Right? Like you, you can be planning something for a long time. They could have a little relationship and then everyone's just like, oh shit, now they broke up and now it's, it's about them. 
I don't know. Maybe, yeah. That's the one thing that I'd be like, but also like just live your life. Yeah. Like I'm not, if you do break up, don't make it a thing. Yeah. I can't, pr- I can't protect you from falling in love with someone. Yeah. It's also just like weird to like have that stipulation before. Like I just really, that just like, I don't, like yeah. this is really weird. This girl's like clearly very concerned about yeah controlling yeah. and like needing no you're definitely not the asshole i would go the attention yeah unless she, unless she had said like not demoted me from maid of honor to guest but demoted me and like told me not to come yeah then obviously i'm not gonna come if you tell me not to yeah but even though you're my mad sister that she went yeah. as the best yeah, you man can't tell me who to date. go with okay so have you ever been in a wedding party and had like a fling with somebody mm-hmm. like have you ever no. like no I haven't been a bridesmaid that many times. Yeah. No, I don't think I have. I have been with someone. Yeah. I've been with, I was with You've always been like dating calling, someone yeah. while you're in the. Yeah. 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 No, I definitely had a fling with a groomsman like before and mm. then it didn't end well at all. And then you end up being. And then we were bridesmaids and groommen and of course we're like paired oh. up oh, and yeah. I'm like, oh, here we go. And then we ended up. Getting up. back, yeah. Yep. 100%. Yeah. I know. I think if I had yeah. an opportunity to be in more weddings, probably. Yeah. Well, there we go. Okay, so you're not the asshole there. No, no. Um, okay, what about... Oh, this headline. This couple decides to forego catering at their wedding so Minnie and Mickey could make an appearance. And it's sparking a discussion about Disney adults. So I guess the question is, would you be pissed if, like, you didn't get catering at a wedding like you didn't get to eat yeah because they spent the money on minnie and mickey coming yes (laughs) (laughs) i didn't get to eat have you ever been to a disney wedding no oh i have i'm disturbed by all of this like what what (laughs) is it can at least be like potluck like can i bring something so everyone yeah is it like byos bring your own snacks um Although, okay, I do, sorry to all the Disney adults out there, but it's really freaking weird. But I came upon this thing on TikTok. Have you heard about the the Disney hug policy? Pardon, no. How any character at Disney isn't supposed to be the first one to let go when a child hugs them. Oh. So that, because Walt Disney said, um, you never know how much someone needs a hug. Okay, I actually love it's that. It's so cute. So there's this TikTok, this girl, obviously this mother is like, I just found out about the Disney hug and... She's like, I found this video of us at Disney last year. And her her daughter goes up to, I think it's Belle or Cinderella. Yeah, like and she like hugs is. them. And like for so long. And like Belle's talking to other kids and just like hugging this child. And you're not supposed to be the first one to let go. Because if they need that long hug, they're going to give it to them. Well, maybe that's why they skipped catering. Because they needed a long hug from Mickey and Minnie. It shouldn't cost that much. Just hug your partner. Well, <laughs> I don't have answers for that. I actually, no, the, I want to talk about the Disney wedding that I went to because it was very tasteful. Okay. Although the the first dance Convince song. Me. The first dance song I was with. Oh, what is it? Can I guess? Date. Hold on. Can I yeah, guess? Yeah, it? you can guess. Is it Tale as Old as Time? No. And I remember driving to this wedding and we were all making bets. We're like, um, put the Disney playlist on. We've got to make bets on what this is. And none of us got it right. Hmm. Pocahontas? No. No, it was um, it was that one from Tarzan. The oh, you'll yeah. be in my heart. Uh, that's and a goodie. Then, okay. Phil Collins. But while we were while they're dancing, my date at the time he like leans. But isn't over. that a mother? Isn't that a mother <laughs> son yeah, song? Yeah, but he leans over. He's like, wait, isn't this when like the thing dies? Like mm. and just like leaves. I'm like, yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, this is, the yeah, child's mother dark. dies, and then the gorilla takes care of him. 
Yeah. It's a, mo- it's a mother song. It's not a love song. Yeah. And I made the cake for that wedding. So if people don't know, like in my past life, I made cakes, um, wedding cakes. And everything was like, it was like chic Disney. Like, like it was like, it was hidden Disney. I think mm-hmm. that's it. Hidden Disney. You so like, be a deep nerd. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. That was it. Like it was like etched in things and you would like see it and you're like, oh, okay. And like, so the cake was like this beautiful white cake, but then like um, the pearls were all like put in like in like a look so it looked like little mickeys like like there was a big pearl oh, so this is the like two ears. is this like oh no okay i'm getting like i just don't understand like i guess yeah no I yeah no. so yeah. you know obviously they got proposed to at disney obviously yeah as as you do can you have a disney wedding without being proposed at disney yeah no <laughs> you can't you can't um okay am i the asshole for refusing to go to my best friend's wedding after he asked me to be his best man because he didn't invite my girlfriend to the ceremony so one of my best friends recently got engaged to his girlfriend of four years they'll be getting married next year and i was over the moon for them a few days ago he asked me to be his best man and i said yes um but yesterday, official invites were handed out. And my girlfriend was only granted an evening invitation. So I guess don't come to the reception. Don't come to the ceremony. Um, they said that they were only allowed 50 people in the ceremony and 100 to the evening. And any additional seats would cost them money. If it were a case of the pair of them having huge pools of family and friends... Um, that they had to make the cut. I wouldn't feel angry, but they both have very small families. And I found out that people they've met online playing video games have been invited to the day. And not only that, but their partners have also been invited. Um, It just feels like a bit of a slap in the face to the best man not being allowed one space. The bride has often said that she doesn't like new people in her life. (laughs) (laughs) And my girlfriend is very rarely been invited to social events at their house. Um, Though when she first started seeing my friend, I made sure she was invited to everything from day one. I've been with my girlfriend for six months. So not a long time. I was going to ask. And by the time the wedding comes around, it'll be pushing two years. If everything works out. Um, Anyways, I ended up telling my friend that not only would I be pulling out of being his best man, but that I wouldn't be going to the wedding. And it's safe to say he was not pleased. Tried to explain its rationale and there's not been a lot of space for her. um, But I stuck to my guns for my girl. Am I the asshole? It's tough. I kind of think you are. Yeah, I'd uh, six months is not a a long time. Ceremony, get over it. Yeah, I don't know. Six months isn't a long time. I can see where they're coming from. But again, if you've met these people on the internet, they sound like gamers. Maybe that's just more priority. It is kind of an insult, but like, what's the friendship worth? Like, yeah, maybe just get over it. And she comes the evening. Unless it's unless, like he said, it seems like a constant thing. It seems like they just don't like her. Yeah, and, and then, then and then I guess you're yeah. kind of making a stand, being like, but yeah, I guess yo. if like if they're just purposely like, yeah, then <laughs> you're not being her. the asshole. Yeah. But, but I think that's that, like, oh man. Okay, so let's just do the math here. Okay, but so hold on, hold on. One thing too, like we, he's being invited at like it's six months right now and the wedding's in two years and and the invites are already out. Okay, so yeah. So I guess it's, that's what I was trying to yeah. think of the math. So it's, they've been together for six months. The invites just came out. And by the time the wedding happens, it'll be two years. So the wedding, the it's invites a came a out ago? a year and a half. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe it was to save the, the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, I think that I would just... A like, lot can change. Yeah, I would just ask them if we were closer to the wedding, I would ask them to reconsider. Yeah, so just like accept it for now and then reconsider. And like, okay, if you were the girl, and um, let's just maybe negate the whole like, I don't know, like, it, is it weird that you're not invited to the ceremony, but you're invited to the reception? Because like, I personally don't think that that's weird. No, I think it, but it depends on your scenario. Yeah. I just like, I don't find that weird either. I think that's our generation of like, I would just want to be there. But like, if you got married and you're like, hey, just come to the evening part, I'd be like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, not happening. <laughs> but that's also that we get, we get all these things all the time being like, am I the asshole? But like, maybe it's a disconnect of you think you're better friends than you are, yeah. which is so like, is so that's hard to swallow. Yeah. And you're like, like the girls that are just like I thought I was going to be maid of honor it's just like you can't ever think that no you can't be like I should be in that it's like everyone gets to make their own decisions and like I don't know that's so you never know what like dynamics are going on when picking a bridal party because if any yeah there are dynamics coming up the hoo-ha Okay, um, this one came up and it's actually a little topical Um, (laughs) am I the asshole for wearing my wedding dress to someone else's wedding (laughs) That's it. Just just a question. I say yes. For wearing a wedding dress to... Okay, so I agree. Definitely yes. But in this case, this girl's wedding dress was black. So I don't really care. Yeah, no, for sure. I think that it depends. But if, if it was you and I, and I wore a black wedding dress, and we have a, a very similar group of friends, not a huge... But there's like... I'd say there's like a third overlap of us. And everyone went to my wedding or like a third of the people went to my wedding like recently, like we got married within a year of each other. It's like, and then I took word to yours. People are going to know that's the wedding dress and that's an asshole regardless of the color. Okay. Yeah. This reminds me of, we did a um, Instagram, like tell us the tea, like one time and somebody wrote in and I can't remember all the details of the story, but the girl has basically said that her mother-in-law wore her wedding dress to her wedding. Like her own wedding dress to like her daughter's mother, wedding. To her daughter-in-law's. daughter-in-law's wedding. Yeah, that's yep. fucked. Yeah. I'm sorry. What are you wearing? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably so out of date too. Yeah. I, like it's not even like I wouldn't be offended if somebody wore white to my wedding. And like I honestly wouldn't. But I don't know if that's because I didn't wear white. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe if I wore white, I would be more. But I feel like there's. Okay. I think there's. I think it's more awkward for the person wearing white. Yeah. I think that I'm okay. I agree. I'm not. Wouldn't be upset if people wore white to my wedding. But I think it's the connotation that a boomer might come up to that person and be like and make them feel uncomfortable because it's a thing or like being like or if she wore like a full length white dress, you might be like this is kind of weird for like the connotation of wearing white but yeah. it doesn't particularly piss me off yeah. it's just like it's just like a general faux pas i feel like that's gonna be like a thing that fades away yeah in i think generation. We're, we're yeah we're, we're definitely on the cusp of it for we're, sure. yeah like it doesn't care it doesn't matter to us brides but in general it's like a social faux pas so it's still like very like it's attention grabbing yeah but there's like other things with other colors like you're not supposed to wear red oh yeah because that means you slept with the groom yeah and then blue is something i can't remember what blue is so hear me out i just like i bought a wedding dress for my rehearsal Mm. sarah seven florence one of the best dresses she ever created and i tried to sell it secondhand and i got it hemmed so i'm five two and i got it altered to be five four and so (laughs) 
Our friend Jaggy at Sixpence, bless her. She's like, you know, it got tried on a lot. It's just like really short for everybody else. And I was like, okay, fine. So I went and picked it up. I'm like, honestly, I'm happy to have this dress back. Like this dress is, I love it. And I'm like, do I just dye it black and wear it to this other really fancy wedding that we're going to next year? Yeah, I would. I think that you should, because it was your rehearsal dress, I think that's fine. Yeah. Dye it black. It's a completely new dress. And it would look so good black. I think if you were close enough with the bride, I would ask. Because no one, I guess, I think too, like no one, again, if this is the same circle friend group, then no one saw your rehearsal except your immediate family and your bridal party. Yeah, that's you know? true. And there's like, you don't, you didn't have a, I had a photographer, so everyone yeah. knows that. But like, you didn't have a photographer. You went and you, we did the rehearsal. We went to dinner and that's it. That dress didn't get to see, didn't live its destiny like it needs to. I know. Dye it black. But are you going to dye it black yourself? Well, I was thinking of that. Uh. And then my mom's like, Adele, don't. Why do you have to dye it? Like, that's really hard. Like, don't. That's like a very. It's like, what is. It's like a satin. Like, just I don't. I think you probably could. But She's I like, where are you doing this? I'm like, in the videos. backyard in a Rubbermaid. She's like, just maybe pay for somebody to dye it black. Okay. All right. Well, stay tuned if I do that. But then I'm going to be so upset that it's not white anymore. Because that was my white dress moment. Adele. You're married. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's over, yeah. honey. Diet black. It's over for you. Um, okay. So then my going down the Reddit rabbit hole brought me to objections. Mm, okay. Yes. This is so good. Yeah. So objections. So first off, have you ever been to a wedding with an objection? No. Have you ever been at a wedding that you're like, I wish somebody would object it or I personally would like to object it? But I cannot because I can't pull this drama. As much let me, as I okay, let to. me think for a second through the. I guess kind of on that same wavelength. Have you ever? This is so dark. But have you ever been to a wedding and been like, these people aren't making it? Yeah, <laughs> I, well, because I was a wedding planner too, right? Oh, true, true. <laughs> so you've seen so many. Yeah. Um, I there's one that comes to mind. No, I don't think I've been to a wedding. Yeah, I think like I can't, I can't objectively think like that at a wedding because I'm so overcome by emotion no matter what like it could be people I've never met in my life I'm like this is the most beautiful thing in the world I think like too like again I'm like a cusp friend so I don't when I get invited to a wedding it's usually someone who's pretty close to me mm-hmm. I'm not salt of the earth like you yeah that's okay I, not everyone I can lay be enough salt, of the salt earth. for all of us <laughs> I'm salty <laughs> um okay so yeah I've never done the object I think like Okay, like I hope that it doesn't happen to any of my friends, but like I kind of want to hear a story about an objection. Oh, so if somebody like has a real life story about an objection, please let us know and I want to talk to you. Um, okay, so we looked up some objections. So <laughs> this guy, um, okay, so he says, I know a guy that was a videographer at a wedding where the groom was the one that objected. Oh, spicy. That's spicy. When the priest asked if anyone objected, the groom broke down crying and said that he could not go through with the wedding. Apparently he had gotten a stripper pregnant and felt like he had to marry the stripper instead of the bride. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all in front of a priest. (laughs) But you don't recover from that. Like, what do you do 
as the bride like what i would you like i think my first reaction would be like to giggle thinking it's a joke i would just laugh i'd be like i'd have like the nervous laughter i'd have like i'd be like is this this is a fucking joke right yeah it's like well i just watched friends yeah the episode where ross says rachel yeah just what do you do what do you do i don't know it's 50 50 i might do what emily did and just go through with it and then deal with it after and just annul it right after Yeah, yeah yeah play it cool or i might just look for a while and then just walk away but if he's like i'm objecting like he's walking away and you're just like chilling up there if you're just i would walk- probably make all my friends stay and have a party yeah. okay so i just don't even know that i would register what's happening because i feel like during my wedding especially the ceremony i blacked out like blacked out like i had no idea what i was saying i had no idea what was being said to me like thankfully we have our vows on yeah film so yep. shout out tmv for that gift um but I just feel like you black out that I'd oh, be yeah. like, I'd be like, mm-hmm, I do. And then I'd be like, Pardon, what's happening here? Also, if that happened, my father would be so mad. Yeah, I think that, <laughs> I think that like some violence would immediately yeah. break out. Like I would be like, if I was the dude, I'd be really afraid to walk back down the aisle. I'd be like, is there a back door? Is there a back door to the church? Can I exit the other way instead of walking through my family and friends? How does the priest recover from that? Like, because he's running the show. I think that it's like, yeah, I think it's so shocking that they're probably just like, uh, we're going to need a minute. We're going to have a little intermission, decide what we want to do here. Oh. Everyone just sits there in awkwardness. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting sweaty. I don't like this. Okay, so um, another one is here. So a bridesmaid and a groom had, in, had in capital letters, H-A-D, interacted for a bit on Tinder. So one of the bridesmaids and the grooms. And the groom. Yeah. So this must have been, they went on a couple of dates and realized that they didn't click. Interacted. What Mm -hmm. uh, what a close word. Yeah, they did. Um, That was the extent of it. Bridesmaid was friends with the bride since high school. They met through the bridesmaid and they hit it off really well. So I guess this girl and this guy, the bridesmaid and the groom went on some dates, didn't work, and then she She introduced introduced her. her So they dated for four years, decided to get married. The mom of the bridesmaid got up and yelled, yeah, I object. You stole him from her while pointing at the bride. I've known the groom for a long time and by proxy the bride. I'm still very good friends with them. I've never seen her more infuriated than at that moment, obviously. Obviously. (laughs) The bridesmaid got up from her chair and was like, I'm so sorry. Let me get her out of here. The bridesmaid and the bride's stepfather escorted the woman out of the wedding and it continued. It's really cringy of your mom to do that. I don't even know what to say. I just feel like, okay, and maybe that's just like a part of us being geriatric brides. But like, at that point, like, your friends have kind of like, like everybody gets a little tossed around the group yeah, yeah you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, I just yeah. feel like you there's, have, to be have you ever been you... to a wedding where you didn't know that like somebody had hooked up or somebody had gone on dates with somebody like no if you weren't comfortable that I had slept with someone else and you were going to date them then you shouldn't even even dated them yes. like if it's going to be like okay I can't marry you because you slept with Jess it'd be like well then why have we been dating for four years yeah for sure and I feel like obviously this is different because it's the mom being like, yeah. you just stole her. And the bridesmaid is like, no, 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 I'm good, guys. It yeah. didn't work mm-hmm. out. But like, but I just feel like that's just par for the course. Like, what's the alternative that he's like lived under a rock for for 32 yeah, no, years of his that, life yeah, until no. you met him? Mm-mm. I wouldn't want to date that man. The man who's like completely green. Yeah. No, thanks. 
What else do we got here? I don't know that we have any more good ones. Um, okay, I'm gonna. Well, if we do don't you got one, no. But I want to ask you, and you can put this at the beginning. What What do you want the season two of the podcast to be? Now that I I talked, you didn't really say. Oh, other than T Swift and yeah, Trap, yeah, I want to know. Um, season two of the podcast, I want it to get more deep. Mm. Like, I think, like, we, we scratched the surface with a couple topics. There's a few topics that we've, um, we have lined up to talk about that are very important to us in important and controversial and, and really, um, brand defining for us, um, that I really want to chat about. And I think that pushing the envelope is something that we've always done. And that's kind of like why we've become mm-hmm. leaders in this industry. But, this platform allows us to push in the envelope in a way to connect with our brides that we have never been able to. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really what I want to do. I want to ruffle some feathers in ruffle feathers for the good of this industry. Cause there's so much that this industry and this podcast can do to help people not feel like, alone in their bridal journey or that they have to do certain things or that mm-hmm. you know and it's at the end of the day it's just two gal pals clucking away cluck, and I cluck, think cluck. that I want that to be yeah just just balking so um I want that to be I think, more prevalent I think there's a huge um relatability factor in that like I know I can well we're best friends, so I know what you're talking about. But I think there's also a huge part of being more vulnerable. Like when you talk about deep or depth in, in like what our topics are, being vulnerable is a, is a really cool way to um, relate to our brides. Exactly. Um, yep. And sometimes we hint at it, but we don't always. Say, and anytime that we have hinted at it, it's been so like... Well-received. So well-received. And I think that you told me this a couple weeks ago when I was having some menti be about putting something <laughs> out for the modern bride or some marketing launch or something and you were just like it takes courage to like put out creative pieces oh big time I think that I think people underestimate how much obviously I know people underestimate how much work it goes into a single Instagram post but I think there's also um a bravery and being like I know this is gonna maybe um, upset people or I know this is like not not even like a hot take it's more just like I created this and not everyone's gonna love it mm-hmm. and that's like that's a perfectionist millennial problem I think we have yes but it's also like very liberating social media isn't the scariest thing we do in this industry but it is the most public most publicly like reprimanded I don't know most public facing just like it's it gets the most critiques um, than anything else that we do in the, in this job. Yeah, and I think any platform, like whether it be the podcast, Instagram, anything, like people um, always have very, very strong opinions on it, um, especially on the internet. Oh, and yeah. I think like that's just... No one's I'm coming sure up we... to us on the street being like, yo, I hate your podcast and be like, wow, well, I, <laughs> I appreciate the feedback so, so genuinely. And you really don't have to listen to it. <laughs> Yeah, so I think, uh, yeah, the cheers to the vulnerability in 2024 mm-hmm. season two. Depth and evolution. Depth and, and T-Swift. Big, <laughs> three big heavy hitters. Um, 
Okay, so marry or divorce this is how we're ending it. Yep, this love how it. we started it. Let's just go for it. If you RSVP and don't show, you owe the cost of the plate as a gift. Marry. Marry that, 100%. Yeah. I had one. Did you? Yeah. When yeah. we went to Britt and Sam's wedding, there's two at our table and they were really surprised they didn't show up. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, I was like, it, not that it was uncomfortable. We were at the back, but still they were just like, oh, I'm really surprised they're not here. It's kind of mm-hmm. gutty. It's kind of like, I felt, yeah. I felt sad because I was just like, oh, they didn't even tell you? Yeah. Mine was like a guy's wife and it was, he's like, oh yeah, like the babysitter bailed. And I was like. That's a pretty loose argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's kind of weird. At, at my um, at my cousin's wedding, uh, a girl texted her that morning saying happy wedding day and never ended up showing up. Pardon? Right. Not even like if you text them, just say, hey, I'm not going to be able to make it. Yeah. Same day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love this one. Um, Mary. Okay. So marry your divorce. Guests don't want gifts with your name on it. Oh, a thousand percent they don't marry that idea yeah well there'll be none of that thank you all right that is a wrap we love you all yeah thanks for listening see you at season two Woohoo! bye what a wrap 